The following program is a paid presentation. The views and or opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of Starnes Media Group or KWAM. Jim Shoemaker and Scott Jordan are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc. Securities dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. Helping you make the most of your money. It's time for Talk Money. Here's your host, Jim Shoemaker. Whether you're a baby boomer or a millennial, it doesn't seem to matter. A common concern is always money. I'm Jim Shoemaker. Welcome to Talk Money. Well, today we are going to start the new year. Can you believe it's 2022? And uh, we're going to lay out some very, very important subjects for you today. Questions that you've asked, but some just real issues that are concerning a lot of people, whether the media is saying something to you or maybe your next door neighbor is saying something to you. But the three subjects that we have chosen for today's program is absolutely designed to give you the type of information that you need, whether it's financial or just decisions about what you do with your money. Number one, Scott Jordan's here with us today. He's going to kind of deal with this idea that inflation is absolutely going crazy and 2022 is going to be just an inflationary year. And we're going to talk about that and kind of help you get from some insight into really what's really going on. And Scott's got a great lineup for you to go through the process with that. But Coming up after Scott, you do not want to miss. Can you imagine that you might get a call from a local utility here in our city and they're going to tell you they're going to cut your power off in 30 minutes? That's a scam. Well, the good part about it, I have Daniel Irwin with us today, Director of Public Relations with the Better Business Bureau, and he's going to walk us through some real scams that are happening in your hometown. And we want to know what they are. They're nationwide, but they're happening right here in Memphis and Shelby County. So stay with us because that's going to be the kind of program you need to see. But finally, I've got a guy that's going to help you understand cold weather and what do you do to protect your house. Dane Williams is going to guide us through some things we need to do to protect from the insurance standpoint. How do you, if you got that pipe that burst, you know, it's a disaster. What do you do? That's what Dane's going to help us with. But first and foremost, okay, welcome to the program, Mr. Scott Jordan, and Happy New Year, sir. Great to be here, and Happy New Year to you as well, Jim. Well, you know, this is the thing, and I I have to say that inflation is on everybody's mind. Everybody's thinking about it. I've got to read this statement because I I love the statement. I like the guy. It's Nick Murray. It's from his newsletter that he wrote for December 2021. So I quote, Financial journalism, with its deep emotional and intellectual commitment to scaring everyone out of the equity market, Uh, That's a great (laughs) statement. Is always happiest when it can coalesce around one economic or financial crisis. I'll pause. That's not the end of the quote. If possible, he says, it is even happier when the outcome of this one trend condition is perfectly unknowable, leaving media free to hypothesize any and every possible catastrophic scenario. 
I love it. Mr. Nick Murray. I love that. Un- unknowable. <laughs> unknowable. If it's unknowable, you can it pretty can much do say anything whatever you, you want, want to right? with you know, it. That's nobody exactly can refute what you That's right. And that's kind of what we see going on because it is somewhat unknowable. But let's start, Scott, because I think everybody needs to get a definition. What is inflation? Well, to put it quite simply, it just means your money doesn't buy as much as it used to. In other words, it's it's caused usually by too much money ch- chasing too few goods and services, and that causes prices to increase. So when you say that and you talk about the supply chain, we've seen the pictures. Uh, is that something where the supply chain is, you know, too few services, goods and services? I think that can be a cause. So that, that, that can be one cause of inflation. You look at it from the supply side of things, and, and we've seen that caused by things like natural disasters may wipe out a crop or, or otherwise impede production of goods and services. Or you have just just maybe the cost of labor goes up because of a a union negotiation or employees negotiating higher wages. So on the supply side, you can see that cause some inflation, but it can also be caused on the demand side as well. When you have, you know, government stimulus programs, a lot of money out in the system, uh, low interest rate environment like we've been in for a while, that can cause people to want to get out there and borrow more money and consume today. So. I know the Fed is warning people to look at this thing as not being so bad, but the media is just hammering it. And, and I think Nick Murray does it, and he says it, perfectly unknowable. But really, when, he, when you say things like, we don't really know what it's about, but the Fed kind of wants a 2% inflation. They've been pushing for that. Some inflation can be good. Some inflation is caused by just growth in the economy, right? You got um, either the population's growing or the economy's growing or both. So a little bit of inflation is not necessarily a bad thing. It's when that inflation gets out of hand that it can cause problems. All right. I know that we've talked about the stimulus, you know, this, this idea behind the, you know, this experience, the stimulus that was called by COVID. So we had a lot of money coming in. And does does that really create this problem that we're talking about, or is it the demand of goods and services? Well, I think we're in a kind of unique situation where it's a little bit of both, right? We have we have this this stimulus induced um, where we had you know a lot of money being pushed into the system through stimulus programs, which was necessary, which was at necessary first. and a good thing. Maybe we've gone thing. overboard, possibly. But only only time will that tell. Will tell. Right? Uh, but then you also have COVID-reduced demand or, or COVID-reduced restrictions that have caused production to go down and goods and services to go down. So it's kind of a it's coming at us from both sides right now, and I think that's part of why we've seen these uh, elevated numbers that kind of scare people. I mean, you look at the M2 money supply that was sitting at. Uh, M2, and that's just a measure of really liquid money and checking accounts, you know, money market accounts, CDs, and things of that nature. We saw that increase by $6 trillion from 2019 to 2021. That's a big increase in M2 money supply. And that's, so, can I use this word that we've overused so much in 20, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020 unprecedented. Is that unprecedented? <laughs> I think it's unprecedented. It, it is a lot of money pushed into the system. And I think you saw even Jerome Powell come out in his uh, November 3rd and December 15th meeting and concede that inflation might not be as transitory as originally anticipated, but we do feel that it is going to abate and come down. We don't see this as a 70s style runaway inflation at this time. It's something we're keeping an eye on, but uh, we do feel like that will come back down closer to trend lines in the near future. 
All right. If you just tuned in, my guest, Scott Jordan, we're talking about inflation and how big of a problem really is it? And as I started the program quoting Nick Murray, you know, when you really don't know what the outcome, when you really don't know enough about what's actually talking, you know, it's really kind of an unknowable. And so it's easy to get it so out of, a, you know, just take it to wherever you want to make it. You, The media can take it to a catastrophic scenario and they get your attention. Well, Scott's just giving us the basis and basics and helping us know exactly what's going on. When you talk about the supply chain, Scott, I know most people, you know, economists and the people that we work with talk about the supply chain problem will eventually work itself out. We feel that it will. Um, you know, going back to being that supply side can cause those prices to increase. We do see those. We, as a matter of fact, we've already seen those get better. I mean, we all saw the, the pictures and the news stories of the, the ships bobbing around off the coast of, of Long Beach, California, and not being able to get unloaded. We're starting to see those freight times come down. There's a lot less weight out there. So we're seeing improvements in that already. So we do feel that, you know, especially with the supply chain, if we – Barring another uptick in viruses that could cause more shutdowns and things like that, we feel like the supply chain issue should start to right itself, you know, by mid-2022 or late 2022. Uh, matter of fact, we, we saw uh, recently we had an article in the Wall Street Journal talking about that very topic and uh, already seeing that, you know, freight rates are starting to come down. Uh, number of ships waiting out in the ports has significantly improved. So we're seeing improvement in that already. We saw the the purchasing managers index numbers, and that's kind of a leading indicator because that's what the uh, the producers of goods and services are paying for those input costs. We've seen those numbers start to come down. Now they're still elevated, and you're still seeing commodity prices high, but we're seeing improvements there. So we're we're seeing a positive motion. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want you to t- talk about jobless and the fact you know the jobless can't claim. The Department of Labor has just put out another number for us, and I'll, I'll, we'll walk about we'll walk through that because a lot of people say, well, if everybody go back to work, this would settle itself out. Maybe we are back to work. Maybe this is what we got to look at. So I want to want to dive into that, and then of course, give us some information of what should an investor do. That's going to be the big topic. Help us know what to figure out. Again, Scott Jordan is my guest. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money, and you do not want to go far because we're going to be right back with more information, what you need to know, not only about inflation, but about the scams that are going on right here in your hometown. Stay with us. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. This material represents an assessment of the market environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information is not investment advice or a recommendation. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to KWAM, the mighty 990 AF107.9. And here's the thought I want you to keep in mind. At the end of the program, third, the third segment of the program, Dane Williams is going to help us understand what's going on with all the weather. He's not a forecaster of the weather, but he is a person who definitely understands the repercussions of bad weather and what happens to your home and how you want to work on it. Because I think what Dane's going to help us understand, usually if you might have a problem, so does everybody around your house. 
And how do you get out there and get it taken care of? Well, that's what Gadeen's going to walk us through in a very specific way. He always does a great job for us as he talks about managing the winter weather in your home. Boy, what? Maybe we ought to go to Dayton. No, that's better. I got it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I guess <laughs> I got carried right away, man. Shift I just right got carried. I got to thinking. That sounds pretty good. Dayton's going to give us some. I need to know that. <laughs> so, but let me go back. All right, we talked about inflation. We're talking about inflation, but we've talked about the labor force. We had a 4.2 percent unemployment rate, which basically anything below five, I've been told all my life. That's full employment. That's a that's a massive improvement Absolute, from last year. I don't absolutely. think anybody would have predicted that no. we would have recovered that quickly. And and you know it depends on which numbers you look at. But there's there's more jobs out there than there are people. There looking are for people jobs. Want to looking for jobs. If you want a job, there's a job absolutely. out there for you. Now there's some skills mismatches and things like that that we have to work through. But how uh, does that inf- affect though? Now think about it. Inflation. Well, that's another one of those things. Well, there's a couple things I'll hit on that. There's another one of those reasons why we just don't feel this inflation is going to be a long-term problematic scenario, and that is that there is currently a CapEx boom right now. Business leaders are optimistic. They're investing a lot of money in productivity, improving software and hardware to try to get more production per worker. So, you know, if you look at a situation demographically, we are in a situation where we do need more workers. I mean, you just you just said we're at a real low unemployment rate and yet we still need to produce more goods and services. And that that investment in technology can help offset some of that skills mismatch and offset some of that labor problems that we're having out there. So we're we're optimistic about that. Um, matter of fact, uh, J.P. Morgan put out an article recently that said over 90 percent of business managers are planning to either increase or maintain their CapEx spending this year and productivity improvements. So that's that is very deflationary. So that can offset some of that inflation because productivity creates wealth and that brings down the cost. So that is a very big plus for the environment. So you're using the word transitory. So are Well, hold on now. Don't don't put that word back on me. We've backed (laughs) off that transitory a little bit. That word was all over the place. It was. It was like unprecedented. I do do think it is long-term transitory though. I'll I'll still stick with that. Now I I do think compared to what they were saying in the beginning, it may stick around a little longer. Longer. We had we had Delta virus and now the Omicron kick up. So we've seen some slowing down and some of that improvement. But I do feel like for based on what we just talked about, uh, supply chain problems fixing themselves, the investment in productivity enhancements, I do believe that's going to bring inflation That is back absolutely down. one of the biggest things people need to understand. The United States and the and the wealth here and the great companies, Innovation. we do not Innovation. sit down and quit. Innovation and will defeat inflation. I, I do believe that. I like that. Innovation will defeat inflation. Hey, you heard it here get, first. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably stole that from somebody, so I don't know who to give credit to, but hey. Great, though. <laughs> Innovation will defeat inflation. What should the investor do, Scott? Well, you know, Jim, we talk about this time and time again. Uh, you know, any any of these latest crisis of the day, you know, that it can be tempting to abandon your long-term investment strategy and let those emotions take over. But for the, for the long-term investor that has a principle-driven investment strategy focused on their goals, anchored to a well-crafted financial plan, I would say keep calm, stay the course, stay diversified, stay invested. If your goals haven't changed, your long-term investment strategy should not change based on short-term media news and noise. And if, you know, I always say this, if you can't 
control those emotions and those self-defeating behaviors that we're all subject to, by the way. It, it's hard when you're hearing all this coming at you, and, and there's a lot of scary things you hear out there. You know, runaway inflation's going to decimate your portfolio, whatever, whatever the headline is. It's hard not to fall prey to that, but work with a trusted advisor that can help you avoid that self-defeating behavior, help you establish a principle-driven long-term investment strategy, and stay the course. Stay well, the course. that's perfect. I mean, I... Don't bet against innovation. <laughs> I like it. Innovation will defeat inflation. If you want to talk to Scott, you can call him at 901-757-5757. He does a great job. Scott, you just helped us understand, and you take some of that fear out of it because you explained it in such a way that, again, great companies of America figure out ways to beat the system, beat the, make, make profits. And whether they, whatever they're doing in their community with their people, they're, just, uh, they're innovative, and that's they the are. key. That's the key. Thank you so much, sir. Again, if you'd like to uh, find our show, uh, any, you know, the podcast, you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to a podcast. Search for Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Subscribe and to the podcast. Leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. Just, uh, again, you can listen to the program and uh, figure out what exactly Scott was saying. Now, I'm going to take a deep breath because literally, can you imagine somebody getting a phone call that you're being told you're electrical bill your electrical bill has not been paid and all of a sudden i'm going to cut your water off i'm going to cut your electricity off i'm going to cut your heat and if you don't pay me in 30 minutes and it's an agony just an agony of making a decision well daniel Irwin, welcome to the program sir thanks for having me jim well good morning good morning and i just described mm-hmm. something that's been going on in our hometown to people that are susceptible talk about that. Right. So the utility bill scam is once again targeting people in the Memphis area. It's not unique to Memphis. It happens in every major city. But uh, for some reason in Memphis, people tend to fall for it a lot more. Essentially, you get a random phone call. Uh, It can be at any time of the day. Sometimes it's a robocall. Sometimes it's a live person. But they're basically telling you that you have an unpaid utility bill from MLG&W and that if you don't pay immediately within the next 30 minutes, they're going to cut your utility bill off or they're cut your utility off right um they often we see this this time of the year in the winter time or anytime extreme weather has been forecasted uh we've had about 52 reports in the last two weeks of this scam and now when you and i talked about preparing for this program you said 37 it's gone up to 52 it's gone up to 52 since then since then and i expect when i get back to the office in about an hour that uh, i'll see more reports mm-hmm. of it because again anytime there's extreme weather forecasted these scammers use that as a tactic and um, again, they use that. They remind people that well, you don't want to have not have heat in, in the in the cold. You know, so uh, it's it's a tactic that they use. They're watching the weather just like you and me. And so uh, we do expect to see more. Of All this. right. I want to make sure that everybody listening. Listen, you may not think that you're susceptible, but you know somebody that is Definitely. So maybe it's the elderly lady down the street. Maybe it's your mom, your dad. Right. Maybe it's just somebody who doesn't doesn't think about this being a possible. And you need to pick up the phone and call them and say, "Listen, this is going on." Or if you want more to find out, call Daniel down at you know down at Better Business Bureau. He can help you with that, and he'll I'll give you his number later. But the point is, this is important. It it happens. Really, I guess, how do you avoid that one? 
Well, again, check on your folks, check on your people, check on the people in your life that might be more susceptible to this. Um, the, it's mainly you just need to remember that MLG and W is never going to call you and threaten to cut off your utilities just like that. They're, they're not going to call you and threaten that. They're certainly not going to demand that you pay them within 30 minutes, and they're never going to force you to go get gift cards or Bitcoin or to wire money or something like that. Gift cards are for gifts. They're not for current. They're not currency. They're not to pay bills. Um, and we say that, and it sounds <laughs> it you know sounds logical, so easy to but, figure it out, but but um, again, this scam targets vulnerable people. It targets the elderly. It targets people that. Um, and, and one of the the ruses that the scammers use is they say, "Well, this is just how business is done now, mm. right?" Mm. And so, if you're elderly and you live alone and you're not really familiar with the internet, you're not really familiar with all the different ways to to pay. You know, it, it can confuse you. And especially if someone's demanding that you pay it in thirty minutes and they're telling you that you're going to be cold and they're going to cut your utilities off, you know, it, it can really uh, it, it can be very very um, hard to know what's real and what's not. And again, the other thing to this scam is keep in mind, caller ID can be spoofed. And the number one reason why people fall for this scam is when they look at their caller ID, when they get these calls, it says MLGW on it. So you cannot trust what's on your phone. Caller ID can be spoofed. Mm. And so that just makes it easier for, for these imposter scams. You know, Daniel, you, you are passionate about this, and I so much appreciate that because this is what people need to be listening to and people sharing with each yeah. other. Put it somewhere where you can, you know, pe- telling people, and I appreciate you being here telling us about what's going on in our city and why it's so important. Let me ask you this. I know, the uh, one, we just have a few seconds, and I want to just get done with it in a second, but then we'll come back. But the big issue is everybody shopped online. Right. They didn't go out to the mall or whatever, and it all got delivered. Not only do we have the porch pirates, we do that, but really people are getting notifications. What about right. that? Right. So fake shipping notifications is one of the main scams that we're seeing right now. And essentially, it's these bogus emails that you're getting, and it's not really from the shipper. It's usually from a Gmail address and not a corporate address, but it's got a ripped off logo of a very popular I shipping company. I got one company. of them. I got one yes. of them. I know exactly so what you're talking about. Basically, you click on that link and um, it, it basically tries to get you to either uh, download some type of shipping notification or pay for a package to be delivered. All right. Stay with us. I want to talk more about that because I know that happens. I've had it happen to me. I didn't click, but I know people that have clicked. Yes, And sir. that's what we want to talk about. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. Neither Shoemaker Financial nor Securian Financial Services are affiliated with Daniel Irwin or the Better Business Bureau. The views and opinions expressed are those of Daniel Irwin only and have not been presented on behalf of or endorsed by Securian Financial Services, Inc. or Shoemaker Financial. Welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You're listening to Talk Money. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. We would appreciate it. That'd be very nice of you to do that. Now, we're talking with Daniel Orwin. I'm going to ask uh, if you know we can get maybe an expert at this. And he says he's an expert. I, I you don't know. He's going to be in the second, third part of the program. But Dane Williams has notified me that he says, I am a scam expert with field experience. Dane? 
I, I don't know that we want to hear that about the insurance guy, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's absolutely something that we, we've uh, we've seen a bit of. We've life. seen and understood a bit about. Uh, okay, well, you stay online here, okay, and offer uh, my oh, commentary yeah. anyway. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Daniel, and let me give Daniel's telephone number: 759-1300, Daniel, I I know. I, we talked about the MLG and W scam, and that is not in the MLGW period. It's a scammer posing as someone. Right, an imposter scam. An imposter scam, right. Now, with this idea of all of a sudden it's the same thing. I've ordered something online. I've, I've, this is my third, fourth, fifth, or in some cases, tenth, twelfth, fifteenth, whatever. And, and it's everybody's doing it this time of the year. And things, maybe they're returning or maybe. And all of a sudden they get this, as you said, an email. Mm-hmm. Pops up and says, "It looks just like it's from FedEx, just like it's from Amazon." In other words, they got it all together. Right, the the logos have been ripped off. So, with more and more people ever buying stuff online, uh, scammers are using this new search to send phishing emails with links and clothes that allow unwanted access to your private information. Remember, the scammers want your personal information. They're going to use that information to sell to other scammers. They're going to open up accounts in your name. They don't care about your package. They want your information. So basically, they send you these emails and want you to want you to basically click on links and go and fill out forms. And in that form, you'll you'll have to put some some personal information. They may even try to get you to repay uh, for the delivery of your package. Um, these scams are really, really, really high tech, right? Um, the 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 links look real. The websites that they take you to, they're fake websites. They look real as well. Uh, I spoke with one person in my office the other day that fell for the scam, and the only thing that saved her was when she went to she clicked on the link of the email she got. She went to the website, and it looked like a, a real website. And then she, the, the item that she had purchased was like $11, right? And she paid 2 or $3 for shipping and handling uh, and everything. But when she got to the website and it started uh, asking her these questions, she was like, why do they need my social security number to deliver an Amazon package? Right. Um, wh- why do I need to put my credit card information in uh, to, to deliver a package? So if you start to think about stuff, right, and you don't, and you read and you think and you, and you'll, you'll, you'll start to see the red flags. And you keep the emotion out of it. Right. And you've just got to look at the red flags, right? And maybe one and you're like, hmm, that doesn't seem right. And then once you see that one red flag, then you start to look at all the other stuff. So, uh, you know, that's important. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely something that we can see as well. Whenever we've got clients that are calling in with things that they're just they're not sure, certain about, it's that's usually your intuition that's telling you a good thing, and maybe you need to dive a little deeper into it to figure out does this make sense. Yeah, I think asking the question does it make sense. What do you tell people, Daniel, about this? Well, I tell people to be very suspicious of any unsolicited communication they get, whether it be an email, whether it be a phone call, and to double check the source. Right. So, for instance, a company is not going to send you an email from a Gmail address, right? It's going to be from a corporate account. And so many of these imposter scams come from public accounts like Gmail or Yahoo, or we even see some, some AOL still. Wow. So again, a major company like we'll say FedEx is not going to send you an email from a Gmail account. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine that. <laughs> but but I'm uh, not looking for that. I've all of a sudden somebody's saying my package is not being delivered. Right. And I'm not thinking that away. Well, I mean, and, I can understand that. And people don't check the email address. Right. They see the logo and they're like, "Wow, that that looks right. Oh, wow, they know that I'm supposed to get a package." Right. Oh, wow. You know, so and people are also doing it from their phones. Rem- remember most people now 
check email from their phones and not necessarily from a computer, right? And so when you click on a link, you can't see that full URL. So it looks right, yeah. but you know, you, you don't really know. And, and so with more people you know, going online and checking email with their phones, that's just one more way that people are uh, susceptible to this scam. I think the problem is we, we almost get paranoid. And, and again, there's a certain amount of that that's probably healthy. Right. Uh, just to, before you click on something, because I mean, I had a friend of mine years ago working at night, and uh, it was late. He just he couldn't sleep. He yeah. got up. He went to work. All of a sudden, on his computer, it popped up and said, hey, we need you to do this in order to continue to do this. He clicked on it. Didn't think twice about it because he thought it was you know legit. And all of a sudden, they said, we'd like to have $25,000 to give you your computer back. Right. Well, another thing you can do is run it by somebody else, too, right? Because you may not see the red flags, but if you run it by somebody, hey, I got this weird email, yeah. you know, or I got this phone call saying that my utilities are going to be cut off. Did you get that phone call? And sometimes you don't see the red flag because you're too invested, but somebody else will. So that's why constant communication with friends and family is, is sometimes your number that one tool. great, great advice. That's Daniel Irwin. And he is with the Better Business Bureau. And again, I'll you know want to make sure you know how to get in contact with him. 901-759-1300. Or you can go online. Just go online to Better Business Bureau. BBB.org. Dot O-R-G. All right. Last one. This is this is this to me is the granddaddy of them all. Because the New Year's resolution, I'm going to exercise more. I am going to lose some weight. Right. Yeah, we, we always see weight loss scams uh, about amazing. this time of the year. Yeah, you know, losing weight is a popular New Year's resolution, but we uh, urge consumers to use caution when buying diet and weight loss products uh, to aid them in their journey, especially products that advertise a free trial. Yeah. Uh, you'll find yourself in a subscription trap really, really quick. Um, one of the things that you need to do is just uh, be really careful when you're, when you're ordering things online from retailers that you're not familiar with or you don't typically use. Uh, one of the things that happens is sometimes, unbeknownst to you, uh, you click purchase and there were boxes that were pre-checked for you that may say that you're, that you're agreeing to a subscription or a monthly charge of $7 or $10 and you didn't know that, right? Because that box is pre-checked and it's down at the very, very bottom and you just didn't look or it's in such small print that you couldn't read it. Yeah. But you have actually agreed to sign up for a subscription. So uh, that's, that's a common thing to just be really careful. Make sure that you uncheck any boxes and that you have read thoroughly uh, the, the policies and procedures from the retailer. You know, you said, you actually, in our notes, you talked about this for me earlier, that over 1,200 of these just last year, and you're anticipating and expecting something even higher this year. Yes. Um, you know, our, our, uh, our current numbers for 2021, we had 1,010 local reports to our scam tracker uh, for a loss of over $545,000. These are all local Shelby County reports. Mm. I'm not even getting into the North Mississippi. Say that number again. Say that number. $500,000. That's serious, serious money. That's serious money. And to give you just just uh, briefly in 2020, that number was 810 scams for a loss of $205,000. So uh, roughly 20% uh, increase in the number of scams, but an alarming 
alarming jump in the in the people that are actually falling for the scams and losing money. And so of those 1,010 local reports, we got roughly 500 of those lost money. Mm. So that means the average loss is a little over $1,000. Mm. And that's really concerning because, again, that means more people in the local Memphis area are not only getting these scams and reporting them, but they're losing money to them. And our estimates are one in 17 people actually report a scam. So if you use that equation, it's it's a lot more. Oh, wow. One out of 17 report it. And so let's just say another five, six, seven. Wow, man, that, that, you, know, yeah. had a loss. that you, you multiply that number and we're over a million dollars. Right. I'm, that can do the math. Right. And then we you'd be surprised the number of calls we get into our office of people that have been scammed and don't even realize they've been scammed. Mm. They don't even realize that they've been scammed until after we talk to them yeah. about it. Right. So, you know, we're, we're always out trying to get more people uh, to, to know about these scams, but reporting them is really important. Um, there's no shame in falling for a scam. One of the, the, the biggest things that, that you know, uh, I think people are sometimes afraid or ashamed or embarrassed to, to admit that they've been scammed. Um, and, and we try to fight that stigma because the only way we can get the word out is if we know about it, what's going on, and, and we talk about it. That makes a lot of sense. You know, I'm just not going to tell anybody. I mean, I, I was stupid. Right. You know, I mean, I, I can sense that. I mean, I've clicked on, we have a thing at the office that they give us these, um, and I can't remember which one I clicked on. Well, it was something I used all the time, but yeah. I looked back at it, and it was obviously not the one I should, but it looked good, and it was a term that I got, and that's the only one I've been you know, susceptible to, but I clicked on it. Right. I was busy. I was doing yeah. something, and you know what? I didn't think. Right. And keep in mind, scammers do this full time. This yeah. is their job. You know, a lot of times we hear like, well, I wish they would get a job. Well, they've got a job and their job is to take your hard earned money. Yeah. Right? They got benefits and everything. They, they do. Um, they, they really, really do. And they're very, very good at their job and they study psychology. Right. This isn't just an extracurricular for them. This is what they do all day long, every day. And they do so again. there's no shame in falling. It doesn't matter how smart you are, how much money you have, how many degrees you have, what part of town you live in. Anyone's acceptable to a scam. Daniel, you always do a great job. His telephone number, I want to make sure you've got that. It's 759-1300, betterbusinessbureau.org, bbb.org. Daniel, thank you so much. It's so important what you do. We'll have you back because it's always great information. But speaking of great information, you're going to find that the guy coming up after the break, Dane Williams, with Shoemaker Insurance Solutions, he's going to talk about the problems that we have with winter weather and your homeowners. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. Welcome back. I'm Jim Shoemaker. You can find the program if you want or just listen to it again on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker. Subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. That would be much appreciated. My guest, Dane Williams with Shoemaker Insurance. Dane, again, welcome to the program, sir. Thank you for having me. Well, here's the thing, Dane. I have I really got to thinking about this. The weather in Memphis is going, you know, I, I mean, my, I tell you, I was in line the other day at some place and the, the guy was talking about how, you know, it was his, his sinuses were all upset because he'd gone from 75 degree weather to 35 degree weather. Yep. But I think that also kind of sets us up for 
not thinking about have we really winterized our home? Did we cut off the water downstairs? Did we cover the hydrants or whatever? And that's what happens. Do we get comfortable with the 75? We've had the warmest December. Now we're stepping into January and we got all kind of weather changes. So how do, when we think about our listeners, how can they prepare their home for winter weather. That's exactly, I, I think what you described there, just not being prepared for it because it hasn't felt like winter yet. No. Until the past couple of weeks, we just weren't really ready for it. I know myself, I was running out to get the faucet covers as it, the temperatures were dropping <laughs> yeah, that dropping. first day. Yeah. And everybody was doing That's it. exactly right. I think one of the first things that we always encourage people to do is you want to make sure that your exterior pipes are insulated. Um, when we start looking at bursted water pipes, that, that's a pretty common claim that we get to see here when the temperatures drop. Uh, one of the most common for sure. Um, and then kind of doing some of the maintenance things, making sure that your furnace has had the, the maintenance it needs with the filters changed and maybe getting air ducts clean, getting all the debris out of there because it's going to be used maybe for the first time that it hadn't been used to the level that it's going to be in, in quite some time. Um, some of the other things that you can do, making sure that your, your gutters are clean of debris so that in case we do have uh, winter precipitation, it's able to drain well. Uh, and then uh, just kind of checking the perimeter of your home to make sure that there's uh, you know proper sealant uh, along all the way. If there's not drafts or holes to where critters may be getting in and now cold weather's getting in as but well. You know, you say that, and I'm thinking a lot of our listeners are thinking, okay, I'm not, you know, I know we're, I know one person in our family is not allowed on a ladder. <laughs> I, I don't know why she won't get on a ladder. I don't know why. I'm kidding. She won't let me get on a ladder because we've had some very dear friends that have fallen off the ladders and have damaged themselves terribly so. But I understand that, so I'm not arguing with you. You know, you things you pick your arguments. That's not one worth picking. Sure, I got it. Now, but here we are, and I don't. You got this person that says, well, "I don't know if my gutters are clean." I mean, they have to th- they have to think about this and plan and find somebody that can come out and check on it. Yeah, generally speaking, the leaves are going to fall every year. So if you haven't had them cleaned out this year, probably a good idea to go ahead and have it done because there's something in there. Uh, getting that cleaned out and just kind of having the normal routine of preparing your home for winter, these steps that you're going to take, kind of the checklist you work through as the seasons change, it's always a good idea. You know, that's a great point. Maybe we should uh, put on our post uh, on the on our Facebook post something about a checklist for, for winter weather. That's a great idea. Frozen pipes, big problem in the south, you know, because we just don't do the insulation. Yeah, you know, when we had our winter storms back uh, in February of 2021, that they really hit Texas hard. We had them here as well, but Texas got, Texas, got waylaid. Yes. Um, and it's something where a lot of the construction that we have down south, it's just not built for it like it is in upstate New York and in Wisconsin and some of these other places where they know they're going to get that cold weather. The claims we experienced because of those storms were up in the billions across the industry when it relates to uh, insurance claims because of frozen pipes and power outages. Here's the thing I want to ask Daniel. Daniel, if I have a damaged problem, a problem damage, okay, I'm going to call my insurance agent. I'm going to call Dane. But then they say, well, you got to get it fixed. Dane will give me somebody. He will recommend mm-hmm. me somebody. But here comes the guy that's driving down my street that knows there's tons of damage in here, and he's coming in and knocking on my door and saying, I can fix this for you. Uh, I need 10% down and go. What do you do? You have to be really careful of that. We call those storm chasers. Yes. Many times those storm chasers, they may be a real company, but they're not from our state. A lot of times uh, after storms, we see people come down from Missouri and Kentucky and they do just that. They drive down your street. They see something wrong with your roof. They see a tree down and they knock on your door. Uh, We would always tell anybody, double check to make sure any home improvement professional is licensed, especially a plumber. We're talking about pipes, double 
double check, make sure that li- that plumber is licensed. You can call the Tennessee um, Board of Licensing Contractors to verify their, their, their license. You can give our office a call. Um, I wouldn't take the contractor's word for it. I wouldn't take the contractor's word for it, and I wouldn't take just because he flashes your license. Right. I mean, yep. get somebody to recommend you, them or right. check them out. You want to check them out. You also want to check for uh, proof of insurance, right? Just because someone tells you they have insurance doesn't mean they do. And if any contractor balks at that and doesn't want to show it to you, that would be a red flag. That's a great point. Absolutely. It's one of those things that uh, we have the unique side of things of seeing the homes be repaired, but also as we continue to have that client with us, you may need service work to that roof. Something may happen and, and maybe it wasn't installed correctly because of uh, you know normal things. Things are going to happen on a construction site and you may need to have that company come back out. And if they were a company that was just in the city for you know a few weeks, few months doing a little bit of work, who's going to service that if you need it? But Dane, that really, even though it's not your job, but you, I know you do do that specifically with the client to hold their hand when there is this repair work being done. I know you do that. Why is that so important? Well, it's unique. You know, my background before I started at Shoemakers, I worked for a construction company. Okay. We worked a lot of insurance restoration claims. I, I got three years doing exactly. that before I ever got here. So I, I've seen what some of the, you know, fly-by-night companies that are right. just here for 12 minutes are doing. Uh, I've seen good work and bad work. And I can kind of talk our clients through, hey, this is the the type of work that you're probably going to be needing done. Let's go ahead and have a reputable company come out and take a look, give you an idea of what it's going to cost. And maybe you decide, I don't even want to file that claim because it's a $400 fix and I'll just pay out of pocket for that. Or this is a bigger deal than I realize and I want to make sure my insurance company is involved. And you you get some good advice. I know you do that. You're, you're, you're not there. This is service. This is family. This is, you belong to them. They belong to you. Absolutely. That's the, you know, that's the part that we're talking about. And then cooperation with a better business bureau, finding all this out. It's just not just, we sold you something, gun. It's yeah. really being a part of helping them get it fixed. And I tell you what, guys, it can be difficult. Here you are looking at a leaky roof or a, a, a big tree down in your yard right. or something. You're going, oh, my goodness. And you're trying to protect your family, but you really don't know what to do. And that's important. Speaking of trimming trees <laughs> and the big tree, what about that? Uh, it's something that I think oftentimes gets overlooked because, oh, the leaves have fallen off it now. You know, hey, I'm not really thinking about the trees. But one of the things we're most concerned about with winter weather is the weight of snow and ice hanging on these branches and eventually causing them to snap. And if they're hanging over your house, they're hanging over your fence or power lines, it can really create some significant issue for you. And losing power for, uh, you know, any bit of time when it's that cold is, is uh, less than ideal. So we do want to make sure that uh, as we've got the time, we're not delaying on this and just waiting for, oh, you know, I hear it's supposed to snow soon. You want to get those, uh, those branches trimmed back sooner rather than later. And just want to mention while you're talking about trees, it's really important. Don't just hire somebody with a chainsaw, right? Um, I'm, you, you, I laugh. have a chainsaw. We laugh, Don't but hire you know, no, no, yeah, I got it. it. It happens every time, right? You want to make sure you've hired a tree trimming professional, a tree service, somebody that knows what they're doing and can safely do it. Because I mean, we hear stories all the time of people just getting up in trees with chainsaws and they make the wrong cut. They don't know what they're doing, and they actually create more danger uh, than they do help. You know, Daniel, you guys both are talking about things that that to the average person listening, that should not be a problem. But let's talk about that group of people that just don't know what to do. 
how do they connect? Dane, how do they connect with you? I mean, your telephone number is 757-5757. That's the number. That's an easy number to remember. Now, how do they connect with someone like you when they just don't? What do they ask? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times it's it's a shift of mindset for people because too often we found that home insurance, auto insurance, it's become commoditized, right? You can just click online and get it and you feel like you've got the same product. But where we really get to show our value is when life happens, because we know life is going to happen to us all at some point. And having someone that can step alongside you. So calling into an office, having an agent that you trust, an agent that you've got a relationship with is a massive benefit to anybody that's got insurance. Didn't sell you something 10 years ago and he hadn't talked to him since. Exactly. I mean, that guys, that's family. And that is belonging to someone who I know I can make a phone call and, and get your advice on how to get in touch with Daniel or check out somebody. Or right. again, it's just, it's really knowing the connections. Having That's that so, relationship. Absolutely. Relationship, relationship, relationship. Great, great thought. Let me ask this question. Space heaters always seem to be Top of the news, a fire because of a space heater. What's your thoughts, Dane? Yeah, it's definitely something that our insurance companies are very aware of. Uh, One of the things I can tell you as we're starting to see people buy more and more now that the weather's dropped and you've got that one room above the garage that's just a little colder than the rest of the house, right? Uh, Sometimes getting the cheapest space heater may not be the best idea. They've got them now that have uh, tip-over switches so that if it happens to get knocked over, it'll turn off. If it overheats, it turns off. Even a sensor on on the grill so that if something touches it, it can know to turn off not cause a fire you also want to make sure they remain clean because if you've got dust over that grill it can be something that does uh does cause a fire and these these can be real concerns for us i think it's important is there anything else that you see in the 15 seconds left that's important uh, you know, look, a great deal of things, right? But you just want to make sure that your home is protected and prepared well, not only from the physical dangers, but that you've got a good insurance policy that's going to take care of you with an agent that's going to support you. And going to be a part of the family. Daniel, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. You did a great job giving us tremendous thank information. You. And, Dane, you always do a great job with that. Of course, if you'd like to talk to Dane, it's 757-5757. Scott, 757-5757. And, Daniel, it's uh, 759-1300. Want to remind you of that. You can find our show, Talk Money, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for Talk Money with Jim Shoemaker, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review. That's very important. We appreciate that. We just want you to continue to be a part of the program. Next week, my guest, Paul Malley, Aging with Dignity. He has something he'll talk about called Five Wishes. You do not want to miss that part of the program. Michael Powell will be with me, long-term care as a planning tool. And David Rochester will give an update on what's all going on with retirement. That's Wednesday and Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. right here on KWAM, the mighty 990. If you have questions for Talk Money, you can just simply ask the program. Simply go to talkmoney at shoemakerfinancial.com. I want to thank you so much for listening. These guys did a great job for us. We always appreciate that. We're here every week helping you make the most of your money. I'm Jim Shoemaker. This is Talk Money. Jim Shoemaker and Scott Jordan are registered representatives and investment advisor representatives of Securian Financial Services, Inc., securities dealer, member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Shoemaker Financial is independently owned and operated. 